Morning, Maggie. I might be a little late to the meeting today. Can you start the presentation without me? What? No, I don't even have the sales figures. You were supposed to send them last night and you didn't. What am I even going to talk about? I'm sorry, okay? Kate's third birthday party was this weekend and I've been scrambling to get everything ready. You know that family should always take precedence over work. I do not know that. Betty, you took on these responsibilities. You said you could handle them. And once again, you're bailing and asking me to pick up the slack. You wouldn't understand. Only mothers would understand what I'm going through. How late are you going to be? Oh, maybe an hour. An hour? Don't scream at me. We're texting. I'm only screaming in my head. Seriously, this is the third time this month I've had to cover for you. How many damn birthdays do your kids have? I'm going to ignore your flippant attitude. We're equals at Reynolds & Co. You can't treat me like this. Equals should do an equal amount of work. Ugh, fine. I'll start the presentation without you, but only if you send me those sales figures right now. I don't have them. But you've been working on this all week. It's Little League season. Just send me whatever you have. I'll pull something together. Great, uh, give me 10 minutes. Right now. The presentation starts at 9 and I'm already scrambling. Fine. You're welcome. Good afternoon, Maggie. This is Frederick Marchant. Hello, sir. I hope you're enjoying your vacation. I was. Until three separate clients interrupted my meditation time to complain about your extremely unprofessional presentation this morning. Oh. They said you were sweaty and stuttering. They said the PowerPoint was only half finished. Yes, my half. And the figures weren't adequately organized. Sir, I'm so sorry. I know this reflects poorly on me, but I've been struggling to get Betty to do her half of the work. It's never a good look to shirk blame, Miss Lee. If you had sensed a problem with your collaboration, you should have contacted me days ago. I didn't know about it until 7 this morning, and you said not to bother you on your vacation. Miss Lee, this is a company. We work as a team. When one of us fails, we all fail. I'm very disappointed in you. I understand, sir. It won't happen again. Quarterly reviews are coming up, and I hope you understand that I will be remembering this on your evaluation. I understand. Shall I contact the clients individually? I'd like to make sure they're happy. Don't bother. I already dealt with the angry phone calls. On my vacation? Yes. Uh, well, enjoy the rest of your trip. Betty, where are you? I need the Peterson file. Sorry, I'm out of the office. When will you come back? I'm meeting with Mr. Peterson at four. Yeah, I won't be back today. Sorry. You can't keep doing this. Mr. Marchin has already blamed me for our unfinished presentation. I'm not going to upset Peterson too. He's one of our biggest clients. Don't be so dramatic. Just go into my office. His file is on my desk. Fine. I can't find it. All I see is a binder with some of his statements. Yeah, that's it. But what about the portfolio? Didn't do it. What? You're not going to say anything? No all caps screaming texts? Good. I'm glad you're finally growing up. Hi, I just got into the office and I can't seem to find the Ramirez and Charles files. You didn't go through my stuff and take them, did you? You just got to the office? It's lunchtime. Brody has a cold. Okay. Where are my files? We have a meeting with both of those clients in the morning and I was worried that they wouldn't be ready. They're in my office. I'm almost done. I'll be back in 20. 
That is very unprofessional. I'll go get them right now. No, please don't go into my office. I don't feel comfortable having other people go through my stuff. You went through my stuff? Because you told me to. For the Peterson file, I didn't give you blanket permission to go into my personal office whenever you feel like it. But you're never here. What am I supposed to do? I'm taking the files back. Don't, okay? I'll be back in 20, I promise. Miss Lee, this is Frederick Marchant. Hello, sir. Is it true that you stole files from your coworker's desk and then refused to give them back? No, sir. So Betty just lied to me? She misrepresented the situation, sir. Did you or did you not go into her office and take the Ramirez and Charles files? I did. She told me it was okay. And she once again wasn't doing her work, so I had to. In fact, I'm practically done with both. I'm coming back from lunch now, and I told her to wait until I got back. This is strike number two, Miss Lee. One more and you won't be getting your year-end bonus. You know the policy. Please, sir, you know how hard I work for this company. I'm basically doing two people's jobs right now. It's not just about your work. It's about how you treat your coworkers. Betty has informed me that you not only invaded her space, you've been openly antagonistic to her and mocked her skills as a mother. Mocked? Sir, I can show you our text exchanges. That's mostly how we communicate because she's never here. This is the exact attitude that she was telling me about. This is your strike three. No bonus. Can't we talk about this when you get back next week? Oh, we will. During your evaluation. And spoiler alert, it's not going to be pleasant. So your quarterly eval didn't go well, huh? I just saw you trudging out of Frederick's office. Are you in your office right now? Why are you texting me? I'm literally 20 feet away from you. Just come over and say what you have to say. To your office? Oh, I wouldn't want to invade your space. I know firsthand what a horrible violation that would be. Do you need anything? No. In fact, I wanted to ask if you needed something. As someone who got nothing but praise on my evaluation, I wanted to know if you needed any advice to help you improve your dismal score. Just trying to be friendly. And I hope you're aware that I'm the senior program rep now, so... It looks like we're no longer equals. Yes, you're my superior now. I hope there's no hard feelings, and I really would like to help you as much as possible. No thank you. Really? That's all you're going to say? Yes, I'm good. Wow, Frederick must have really laid into you, huh? Normally you'd insult me and tell me to neglect my children or something. Maggie? Oh, so now you're ignoring me? No, I'm still here. Is there anything else you wanted to tell me? I guess not. Just remember, you can come to me for anything. I know you've been difficult in the past, but I'm here to help you improve. Thank you. Hi, are you ready for the Charles meeting? Of course. I might be a few minutes late again. You can start without me, right? I'm so sorry. Because you're my superior now, I'm not allowed to start until you get here. You read the company handbook, right? I'm actually sitting outside the conference room with Charles and his assistants right now. Don't worry, I'm explaining the situation. You'll just be a few minutes late, right? No, I'm not even close to the office. I'm in the middle of a parent-teacher conference right now. Oh, should I tell our clients that you aren't ready? No, you can go in and start the meeting. I give you permission. I'm so sorry, but it has to be in writing. That's what the policy says, and since I did so poorly on my evaluation, I can't risk breaking the rules again. It's okay. I'll explain to Mr. Charles that you weren't ready. 
I'm sorry, I can't answer calls on my personal phone with clients present. You know the rules. You turned away our third biggest client. Hello, sir. Can we finish this conversation in person? I can go up to your office. I'm out of the building again. I just got a message from Mr. Charles. He said you refused to conduct the meeting. Yes. You do know that you're already on thin ice in this company. Yes, that's why I wanted to do everything exactly by the book. Betty is my superior now, so I'm not allowed to start the meeting without her. Unfortunately, she was out of the office again, and the Charles file was in her drawer. I was unable to access it. You could have started the meeting without her. I was scolded the last time I did that. Yes, but this was important. Are you revising company policy? Yes, okay, whenever you need a file, you can grab it from anywhere in the office, and you can start a pre-scheduled meeting even without your supervisor there. Just to be clear, you're giving me permission to access any file at any time? Only if it's regarding the people scheduled for a meeting. That's the rule. Got it. And I hope you don't blame me for Mr. Charles's dissatisfaction. You understand that I was following the rules, correct? Yes, I understand. So this was not a strike against me, correct? No. Thank you, sir. Hello, Maggie. This is Frederick Marchant. The sales report for Jennings and Carter is supposed to be on my desk. You've missed your deadline. Do you know what a serious issue this is? I understand, sir. I finished the report last Friday, and I would have been very happy to give it to you sooner. However, you made it very clear in my last evaluation that I need to respect all my coworkers. Company policy states I'm not allowed to turn in group work unless it's seen and approved by my superior. But I'm your superior, and I need that report right now. Yes, but Betty has been out of the office all day. Because she's the senior program rep and we're working on this project together, she needs to sign off on it first. Isn't that the policy? It is. I don't want to disrespect her in any way, so I've been waiting for her to return so she can sign off on it. I hope you understand. Forget that policy. Give the file to me right now. Will do. But going forward, do I still need her to sign off on our projects? No. If she's not in the office, you have the authority to finalize everything yourself. Thank you. Understood. I know what you're doing and you need to stop. What file is this regarding? You know exactly what I'm talking about. You want me to look bad in front of Mr. Marchant, so you keep telling him when I'm not in the office. You hate me because I have children. I don't understand. Stop playing dumb. Stop it. I am your superior and you need to show me more respect. I have utmost respect for you, ma'am. I didn't give Mr. Marchant the file because I was waiting for your approval. That's what I should have done, correct? Whatever, you know what you're doing. And trust me, Mr. Marchant is never going to choose you over me. There's a reason I've been promoted and you haven't. I'm sure there is. Do you need anything, ma'am? I need you to stop sabotaging me. I promise that was never my intention. I'm sorry that you feel upset. <coughs> I apologize for not answering my phone. I'm on my lunch break and unable to take personal calls. If this is related to any of our ongoing projects, please call me on my office phone. Maggie, where are you? I'm having a lunch meeting with our client, Mr. Ramirez. He's running late. But I was supposed to be there too. I understand. Mr. Marchant gave me permission to go ahead with any meeting if you aren't at the office. You weren't at the office, so I scheduled this lunch without you. I hope you understand. But that makes me look bad. I'm the one in charge of their file. 
Yes, your absence might reflect poorly on your reputation, but I wanted to make sure the clients were satisfied. I understand that your family takes precedence, so I didn't want to disturb you when you were away. Maggie, cut the crap! Ever since I got promoted over you, you've been spending every day challenging me and undermining me. I'm done with it. Everyone in the office thinks that you're doing my job for me. Do you want me to stop doing your job? No, of course not. If I say yes, you'll just use that as an excuse to stop doing anything and I'll be stuck with all the files. What would you like me to do, ma'am? Stop calling me ma'am. We're the same age. Okay, Betty, what would you like me to do? Shall I cancel the lunch meeting? No, do the damn meeting. I don't care. Okay. But when we have our big presentation at the shareholders meeting on Friday, I don't want you to attend. I will do our presentation myself and I'll show everyone what hard work I've done this quarter. Do you understand? You're asking me not to attend the meeting? Yes, as your superior, I'm telling you not to come. I need everyone to see how much work I do for the company. Not you, me, the senior program rep. You want to take credit for everything? Yeah, after all the crap you've pulled in the last few weeks, I'm finally taking charge, and there's nothing you can do about it. I understand. I already have the 40-page handouts ready for each shareholder, but if you want to take charge, I'll just delete the file and let you handle it yourself. No, don't do that! So you want me to give you my work and let you present it yourself? Yes, that's exactly what I want! Okay, you're my superior, so I can't say no, right? No, you can't! I'm sorry about that! <laughs> Oh no, teamwork is of utmost importance in this company. I will gladly finish the packets and print them for everyone. Good. The client just arrived, so I have to go. I promise to have everything ready before the shareholders meeting. I just need to collect one more file from your office. I'll pick it up this afternoon. You do that. And no more tricks, okay? Frederick says you already have three strikes against you. He told you that? Yes, he did, and he's going to be at the meeting, too. He'll know if you do anything to sabotage my presentation. I would never. I promise to follow all his rules exactly. Where are you? Where are the packets? I'm not in the office. You told me not to come, remember? But don't worry, I've already distributed all the packets. Each shareholder should have one in their hands right now. The meeting will start in five minutes, right? That's right. Good. You scared me for a second. I'm glad you stopped trying to challenge me. I would never. Right, whatever. I'm going to kill it in the meeting. I'm the senior rep for a reason. Yes, because you're sleeping with our boss. What? I've known for weeks now. It took me forever to figure out why he would always side with a waste of space like you over someone who actually does the work. Why he would have promoted you while purposefully ignoring the fact that you don't do anything. This isn't funny, Maggie. Saying something like that could get you fired. That's okay. I've already found another job. I've had my fun watching you and Mr. Marchant squirm as I've followed the rules to the letter. It's time for me to move on. Enjoy the meeting. You did something. What did you put in the shareholders' packets? Go into the conference room and find out. Tell me! Well, Mr. Marchant gave me access to any files in your office that directly involve people in our meeting. And since you'll be attending the meeting, I had every right to use that little flash drive with your name written on the side. You know, the one filled with videos of you and Mr. Marchant in various states of undress. What will his wife think? Or your husband? Or your children? I printed out a 40-page packet for every shareholder in the company. 
One page shows quarterly sales, the other 39 are screenshots of you and Mr. Marchant boning. I know it may be embarrassing to have everyone see you like that, but I figured the shareholders would want to know. I was just doing my job. Like I said, enjoy the meeting. Right after our text conversation, Betty ran into the meeting and wrestled the photos out of each shareholder's hands. The damage, of course, was already done. Mr. Marchant resigned within the hour, and Betty fled the building in tears. I was called in for a disciplinary meeting with the board. Obviously, they thought I went too far, but I explained the mistreatment I'd gone through. I had evidence of everything, and rather than open themselves up to a lawsuit over unfair treatment, they agreed to let the issue go. The company is still trying to recover from the scandal. I heard from one of my former co-workers that they had to hire three new people to take over all the work that I had done for the company. I also heard they lost about half their clients. Since then, I've been working at a new tech startup, and it's amazing. My bosses know what I did in my last job, and they don't seem too upset over it. After all, I'm a really great worker. As for Betty, she's obviously out of a job. I also heard that her husband has filed for divorce and requested full custody of her children. Do I feel guilty for completely destroying her personal and professional life? Nope, not at all. <laughs>